0: hi there welcome to this week's episode of the podcast with me Russell Davis so this fertility journey really is an emotional rollercoaster it's natural to have a whole range of emotions it's natural to express our emotions some people are more expressive in their emotions than others so what happens when other people react badly to our emotions If they judge them or get angry about them are we bad or wrong for having emotions should we not feel our emotions we suppress our emotions? What happens when we think our emotions are destructive? Let's dive in and find out how you can create a space where your emotions are more understood and held and loved. Because you're not bad or wrong for having any emotion. side again recording this episode of the podcast so maybe a kind of a breeze or wind noise and some sounds of nature and maybe even some sounds of non-nature <laughs> cars and even helicopters but it's lovely to be out here and just be connected to nature and one of the things that comes up a lot with clients and i've seen it in my own life is that particularly female clients say when they share an emotion their partner struggles to hold space for that. they either feel judged. their partner judges the emotion as bad or wrong, or they get angry it almost triggers something in them and it just leads to a less than loving exchange and they're not sure how they can do what they do with their emotions if if it's not if they feel bad or wrong for feeling it and I saw that in my own relationship where I judged my wife's emotions as unnecessary or tried to fix it or got frustrated with it or got scared of it and didn't know how to deal with it or it triggered something in me because unconsciously i thought i needed her to be happy for me to be okay so what happens if you feel your partner can't handle your emotions or you feel you're not able to express yourself and this is the thing i want to focus on is to recognize that we're never bad or wrong for having an emotion and i'll come back to that so why does this happen why why does it often in couples, does this dynamic play out? Why do emotions often cause arguments or cause disconnection? When actually there's a, there is an opportunity, I think emotions can often bring a deeper connection. It can be very constructive if it's held in the right container. And there's three things I think play out in this dynamic Obviously, there's two people involved. There's the stuff we're bringing to it, the stuff they're bringing to it, and there's the interaction between the two. Let's bring the stuff they may be bringing to it, and there's, you know, let's stop with the, the, the two. There's a masculine and feminine dynamic to this. And yes, men tend to have more masculine energy, women tend to have more feminine energy, but it's not always the case. We have, bo- we have both. And it happens both ways. And I say that it's often we say, oh, the men can't hold a container for women's feelings. It, it can be the opposite. Sometimes women struggle to hold a container for their man's feelings because the men are expressing their feminine emotion and they're looking for maybe their partner, their women, to um, hold a masculine container for that. And it happens in same-sex relationships. There's often a masculine and feminine dynamic at any point in time. So we we all have both masculine and feminine energy and often when the masculine is not taught how to hold space a container for the feminine it's not just not something we're not taught and masculine and feminine operate in very different ways the feminine wants to talk about their emotion they want to be seen felt and heard the masculine just wants to go and lock themselves away and feel nothingness and not express their emotion or really talk about it and often feel we're quite disconnected from it but the feminine can be aware of the masculine's emotion and, and is aware that it's there. So when you share an emotion and your partner struggles to hold a container for it or triggers something in them or judges it, there's, it might be a fact this kind of no one's taught them how to do things different. It could be something being triggered in them. If they're having an emotional response or even judging it, if they're not having a neutral response to your emotion, because that's what it is, your emotion is actually neutral. Your emotion doesn't make them feel anything. It's their thinking about you and your experience and your emotions that in that moment are creating their experience, nothing else. They live in the experience of their thinking. Everything in this physical world is actually neutral our perception, our thinking creates our experience. So if they're having an emotional response, even a judgmental response, that's their model of the world. That's come from something within them. You haven't made them do that. But they're not aware of that. They think it's your emotion. They think it's your behavior. They're not aware where their experience is coming from. So it's probably triggering something within them, maybe an inner child experience. An emotion is a memory that's being projected out into the future. So their emotional response is their stuff, their memories being projected into the future. Their habitual judgmental response is their their thinking, habitual thinking lives in a very judgmental space. Maybe they were judged a lot as a kid. Maybe they judge other people a lot. It's often a sign of low self-confidence. Masked by judgment. So their emotional response, their judgmental response is not actually about you. It's their stuff but they think it's about you. You're triggering them in some way. And it's not your fault. But they're not aware of that. They're not taking responsibility for that or ownership of that. They're making your emotion about them in some way. And it's not. And it's not. And the more we can see that, when someone gets triggered by our emotion, our expression, we don't have to... Go on a journey with that. We don't have to escalate that. We don't have to make the situation worse. We can just see their response is not actually about us. So they're bringing a bunch of stuff into the equation. They're not even aware of it. But so are we. So are we. If our partner doesn't hold space for our emotion or judges it or tr- gets triggered by it, one question we could ask ourselves, because a relationship is... Two people interfacing. It's like a, a magnet. A north and a south of tracks. Where, where does one attraction start, one finish? It's, it's, it's just an attraction between two energies. A relationship is an, an interaction between two people thinking in that moment. Two, bunch, two models of the world interacting in that moment. Where does one start, one finish? So what are we bringing to it? If your partner constantly judges your emotion or gets triggered by it, one question we can ask in any situation, it can be the most challenging question, but I think the most enlightening question is, how am I creating this? How am I creating this? What are you bringing to the party? One client realised that she expects a fight every time she interacted with her partner. If you expect a fight, you go in defensive from the outset and the other person can pick up on that. So maybe you're expecting a negative reaction. Maybe you're projecting your father or your mother onto your partner. And unconsciously, the little boy or little girl in you is expecting a negative reaction. And subtly, the energy you're bringing to it is very different. If you think, I am that, my partner loves me unconditionally. I am that, my partner holds space for me. As in, I am that, I show up, I am being that, my partner holds space for me. It's quite an interesting exploration, say, okay, who is that you? What's your state of being? If you're enabling them to hold space for you, you might subtly show up differently. So there may be ways we're contributing to it without knowing. We may be sharing a judgment rather than a feeling. We're quite lazy with our language. You might say, I feel neglected. Well, that's actually a judgment, not a feeling. And if we're sharing a judgment, then the other person's more likely to get defensive. They're more likely to be triggered. You haven't made them feel anything. You haven't you know, created their experience, being more likely for them to be triggered if we're quite lazy with our language. And we may be blaming them for our experience. Again, not consciously, unconsciously, we can be lazy with our language, say, you make me feel. Or if we say, it makes me feel, if we're blaming the situation, it makes me feel. Particularly the masculine starts to, how can I fix that? How can I help them see the situation differently to stop them feeling like this? Because the masculine likes to solve problems. The masculine doesn't like to see their partner, the feminine, in that moment, in pain or or, or struggling. And it tries to give logical, practical solutions and it gets frustrated if their partner, their feminine is not following those logical, practical solutions they've suggested numerous times. They're not holding space for that emotion in that moment. So there's stuff we bring to it as well. But at the end of the day, You're never bad or wrong for having an emotion because you can't control your emotions. They're just spontaneous. They just show up. And that can feel a bit scary, thinking if I can't control my emotions, I don't want to feel like this, I don't want to be in this state, I don't want to be emotional in this way. But the more we allow our emotions without judgment, the more we know not bad or wrong for feeling it, it just moves through far quicker. We come back to our innate well-being with far more ease and speed, it's like a toddler having attention. They've got nothing on it. And they go back to being okay again. Our default setting is peace of mind, it's resourcefulness, it's clarity, it's perspective, it's strength. So you're never bad or wrong for having an emotion. And if someone reacts badly to emotion, that's their stuff. That's their stuff. And the more we can see that, the more we Don't get spiraled into this tit-for-tat and this both people getting defensive and trying to fight their corner. So I just want you to know that you're never bad or wrong for having an emotion. And it's not your fault if someone's not able to hold space for that. Partly it's not their fault either because maybe they're not aware they're being triggered. Maybe they're not, no one's taught them how to do that. It was a real eye-opener for me to be taught how to hold space for feminine emotion maybe i do a podcast or an episode on, particularly on that holding space for family emotion, loving you